Good evening, everyone. It's so nice to have you here. And what a special and spectacular night this is, because this is the night when we remember the birth of Jesus, our Lord. We remember, as our narrators so beautifully retell the tale, and we remember and even relive it as we watch our own Mary and Joseph and angels and shepherds and wise men and women reenact the story here at St. James. Such a blessing. Our nativity, and nativity means birth, our nativity story this evening, like all nativity plays, stars Mary and Joseph, and of course the baby Jesus, and we also have angels and shepherds and wise persons, and they came a little bit later, but you know, it's interesting that in the Bible there's no mention of animals being there that night. No mention of animals present at the birth of our Lord. But it makes sense that animals would have joined the scene, especially since the baby Jesus is lying in a manger, which is a trough filled with hay for feeding farm animals. So no one knows for sure if the Holy Family took refuge in a barn or a cave or a stable or the downstairs of someone's home. But in any of those places in those ancient times, animals would have been there sheltering on a cold night because it gets cold this time of the year in the Holy Land. So wherever Jesus was born, we can be sure that animals were there too. And if nothing else, they came for their dinner and they probably arrived at the manger and were surprised to find a baby there instead of their meal. So which animals would have joined the scene? Well, definitely farm animals, I think. This year I visited Israel and then a few weeks ago Kenya and I always laugh when I'm in those places at how in the countryside and in the small towns, animals mill around everywhere like they own the place. Goats, sheep, cows stand right in the middle of the road. Maybe you've seen this on your travels too and they ignore the cars trying to pass. Chickens seem to run free from yard to yard. Cats and dogs do as they please. <laughs> and of course, animals would have joined the scene of Jesus' birth. Some of my friends here at St. James are experts in art, and I asked them recently to send me all the, all the pictures that they could of the great artworks down through time depicting this scene. And thanks to them, I've looked at so many paintings of the nativity, the birth of Jesus, from as far back as the Renaissance and even before that. And do you know which two animals are almost always depicted in the stable or the cave of the house? Can you guess? Not a lamb. A cow? and an ox. I don't think the oxes or the cow or the ox are wearing Santa hats, but <laughs> a cow and an ox. Almost always in almost every one of those paintings, and, and you can see it on your cover tonight. If you look at the cover, your program, you can see a painting by Zenobi Strozzi on the cover. And if you look in that stable area, you can see the donkey and the ox, and what I love especially about this painting 
is that both of them are kneeling, honoring Jesus. I love that. And I'm wondering, with all the different animals, why these artists, down through time, kept choosing the donkey and the ox, the donkey and the ox. And here are some possible reasons. I've been researching this. One reason is because donkeys and oxen are mentioned in the Old Testament. So, uh, so if they show up in a depiction of Jesus' birth, it's, it's a way of showing that this amazing event that's happening is a continuation of our faith history that's already underway. And as big animals, I like to think that the donkey and the ox might have leaned their big warm bodies close to the manger and kept the baby Jesus warm with their breath like giant incubators. And scripture says that the heavily pregnant Mary rode to Bethlehem on a donkey, so maybe this was her donkey that we see in all of these paintings. This donkey and all donkeys serve humans and take them where they need to go. On Palm Sunday, Jesus rides a donkey into Jerusalem. So donkeys matter because they serve. And oxen are beasts of burden. They work hard and carry heavy loads. Again, they too serve. So donkeys and oxen show us how beautiful it is to help others. And then my, my last theory about why the donkey and the ox is that in a royal court, you would see pages and guards and courtiers and all sorts of officials surrounding and serving the king or the queen. And what's radically different about our story tonight is that it takes place in a stable where a humble donkey and ox are the ones that are standing ready to serve the newborn king. And it shows that Jesus will be such a different kind of king. Even though they don't always appear in works of art down through time, I like to think that a lot of other animals gathered around the baby Jesus on this night too. Sheep, like you said, <laughs> who might have tagged along with the shepherds, chickens, if they weren't already tucked into bed in their hen house, and definitely cats and dogs, always cats and dogs. And my theory is that the dogs were watching while the cats napped. <laughs> and I know that it must have delighted God to see all those animals around, just as I'm sure God delighted tonight watching this pageant. And as much as I love animals, and I love animals, and maybe you do too, I can't think of anyone in history who loved animals more than St. Francis of Assisi. And I just learned this week that he basically invented the Christmas pageant. Maybe you knew that, I did not know that. Here's what happened. He left his home in Greccio, Italy, to visit the Holy Land. And while he was there, he made a point of seeing all the places where Jesus stayed and preached and worked miracles. And of course, he visited Bethlehem where Jesus was born. And visiting Bethlehem made him want to bring the story of Jesus to life for his friends back home. So his biographer quotes St. Francis as saying, I wish to recall to memory the little child who was born in Bethlehem. I want to set before our eyes the hardship of the infant's needs, how he was laying in a manger how, with an ox and a donkey standing by 
he lay upon the hay. So when Francis returned to Greccio and Christmas time rolled around, he created a live nativity scene in a cave above town with real people playing the parts just like you saw tonight and with real, a real baby. We didn't have a real baby tonight. And real animals too. The whole town turned out for the mass at the living nativity, the first Christmas pageant, so much like our beautiful pageant tonight. And there have been millions of pageants since. So why do we have a pageant each year? Because, just like Francis, we want to be reminded of the precious and mind-blowing truth that in the humblest and most ordinary way that you could ever imagine and surrounded by creatures great and small, God became human on this night for us and with us forevermore. Amen.